Hello, and welcome to Doing Time, where humans talk about their experience doing time in a psych ward. Today we have guest Carly Kane, who's a Chicago comedian, writer, producer, and one of my really good friends. Hi, Carly. Hello. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. And um, Carly has... We're going to talk about our experiences in a psych ward, and Carly has some pretty uh, similar experiences to me, and so that's kind of why I brought her on as my first guest, so I'm really excited to have you. Hell yeah. I'm excited to be here. We do. We have very similar... Yeah, um, it's weird. (laughs) (laughs) We met each other, and we were like, oh, another thing in common. Yeah, yeah. Okay, getting weird. (laughs) I have a stalker. (laughs) But it is interesting, and I think, to be able to, like, have an open dialogue about, like, Uh, mental health and like the journey within that and then when you find someone that like we didn't know each other and it's like oh you're living and dealing with the same thing that I am how many other people are that like just don't talk about it or yeah of course so so nice to like meet somebody that I was like I've been in a psych and you were like dude 10 times are you kidding me why yell it dude what are you doing so like that for me was that for me was really nice to and a lot of the experiences I feel like made me lead to get in one um, were similar to you in terms of random family stuff that wasn't even like I was like nobody's been through this like, <laughs> yeah. my family well, yeah we're like it's only me only yeah. I've been through this and then yeah it's like, such a self um in in people you know the whole thing about like depression is a selfish and it doesn't mean it's wrong but it but it definitely can get super like uh self you can get super self-engrossed and think that nobody totally I mean that's that's what it the depression tells you that like yeah the world revolves around you, but yeah. it also hates you. Mm-hmm. You know, that's like yeah. the mindset. It's like, I'm the only person that exists and I'm also miserable. And so is everything. Right. I mean, it, right. a lot of sometimes mental health issues do come from a place of, you know, like self that it's like a self obsession, this self-fulfilling mm-hmm. prophecy. And that's why it can be so hard to get out of. Yeah. And then there's a stigma attached to it. So, mm-hmm. You're just like... It's a cycle. Yeah. Even getting help, it's like, I can't talk about it. Even though it's like, well, you would go to the doctor for anything else. Right. Right. Yeah. And, and there's that analogy of, like, speaking of it like it's a like it's a broken bone and whatever. And I and I do... I definitely do agree with that. I I think it's... it's It is very stigmatized. But I want to ask you, so what... So have you always been... How many states have you done? Like, what... Um, three. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's not, I mean, yeah. I've done two. It's not, it's not, yeah. Have you, no, what have, what did you notice in the differences between each state? Oh, man. Um, well, when I, the one I did in Chicago was uh, kids, because um, mm. I was under 18, but I was like 18, so I just felt like a giant. I'm 5'2", I felt like a giant. <laughs> there was an eight-year-old, and he was like, I tried to set my house on fire, and I was like, I don't feel safe here. Like, this is insane. And then, and then, and then in Denver, that one was, people were like, oh, Denver's so hippie. I'm like, but these are the ones that don't make it in that Denver (laughs) culture. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're not calm at all. Well, that's the thing. It's like, it's, uh, I think sometimes the problem with treatment in a lot of these facilities is that they're putting everyone together that have completely different diagnoses, the only, you know, sometimes it's drug related, sometimes it's just mental health related, sometimes it's like family related yeah. and and the person is in there with no real mental health issues but like yep. just don't have a support system at home so this is where they are so it's exactly. like it's so hard that's why it, it becomes like a systematic thing once you're in one like you're probably going to go to another because it's yeah. you're not really I don't know you you have to pay a lot of money and um in order to get like 
proper care in a lot of cases. Have you seen people get kicked out because they didn't have money? Um, no, I saw, I was in a place with one um, girl who was, like, very caught, and she was like, I'm just in here because my mom doesn't want me, so she makes yeah, up stuff that. about me, and I'm here. Uh, and it, it really was like, you know, the people that were working there knew, and so it was yeah. just a thing of, like, so that was, I, I haven't, no, I haven't seen, um, have you ever seen someone try to escape? Oh, no, I've seen people uh, doing the freedom of speech thing, where they walk up to the desk, and they're, like, yelling, like, I'm blah, 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 and blah, 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 and I have freedom, I'm like, here's not the time. It's not <laughs> anywhere else outside on the street. That would even be more appropriate. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but like, 100%. But, like, that's what I – the extent that I've seen is people get sedated, and that's mm. where I was like – I not in, like, an I don't belong here, but I'm like, I think there should be le- literally, like, levels of, like, anxiety and depression because I feel like – Exactly. It's, it's – there it's, needs to be departments or, like, there needs to be more funding so that yeah. people can get help based on what they need help for. Because when that's you're putting I mean. everyone together – it wasn't... It's not helpful. It wasn't, in my personal experience, it was not helpful. Um, scary, dude. It, it can be, because especially when you have... When you're in such a state of mind, and then there are other people dealing with... You know, there. it's like... Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, it, yeah. I almost felt... I almost felt... Uh, this is weird, but I almost felt like every time I had, like, the lead-up to the psych ward it was like the biggest deal and then once i got there i was like oh this is this is home you know what i mean yeah. like it was like i was like so depressed and like you know i tried to kill myself and then what and then one time i was like made such a big deal about how i was gonna kill myself that was the one where i was like you know the you make a big deal about it people will be like well we got we gotta send you you know what i mean because like legally we can't have this so i would go and then once i got there i was like oh i actually feel like i hated it but i almost felt comfortable because i was like at least i'm being taken it's like a bubble oh it is it really is a bubble yeah and you're sort of in it in this weird like it's almost you know like you get like your little packet like it's camp or something with like a notebook <laughs> and like some socks and you're like I, the socks are great i mean <laughs> i gotta say they have rubbers on they the bottom know. i mean no grip they socks. really I, you they can't, really did well with that you can't, i'm trying to actually talk about it in a joke for the first time and i'm like yeah you cannot even get these socks at target like you can't get no, them anywhere dude. else no. but it's a fine gotta, line it's, it's also a fine line too of like i don't because there's nothing glorified about the experience no, we're not doing that bullshit. yeah no, no, no it's no. Not, we're not gonna talk about so that we're not glorifying anything i'm just no. saying it's like those those socks i mean <laughs> yeah, we're great. gonna still talk about it i'm just no, letting you know but great. <laughs> i mean they take your shoes they take everything dude it's like, my yeah, aunt my aunt has been a psych they're just general hospital socks but my aunt still has them <laughs> yeah. and she talks about them she's like oh i keep them my mom's like you're disgusting what do you what do you think they're gross um but yeah no i i actually I, it, it's so, you know, I think the reason why I felt calm, and I think I just realized this while saying it, is because people care. They're like, oh, now mm. you're actually on watch? And people have admitted you to a place where they're like, no, we can't let you out of our sight. And as a comedian, as somebody who generally likes attention, that does feel good. When you're like, oh, somebody cares about me enough to be like, oh, we, we totally. care if you're going to kill yourself. I mean, I was always the funniest. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you killed. <laughs> Destroyed, dude. No. I'm Destroyed. But, um, well, let me know if... I, I think also the comfort in those places comes from, and let me know if you can agree with this, is that 
you are in a place also with your peers who are going through the same exact thing. And Mm -hmm. a lot of my friends, like, in school were people that were also living and experiencing depression. But we were, like, hiding from it in school. You Mm -hmm. know, like, we would eat lunch in the bathroom. And it was sort of this, like, camaraderie that you, you, I think, at any stage of, you know, like, going through the worst of whatever it was like I always had friends that were going through the same thing like you sort of latch on to each other and then when you're in a facility like you don't have to pretend anymore and like your peers don't have to pretend either so you're sort of at this place of like this is it you know like we don't we can let our guard down like we can we can so there is like I don't know I I made a lot of like do you keep in touch with anyone that you've met I used to a little bit and then they they were like when I I I was I kind of grew out of people in a sense were like totally. they kind of kept yeah. going and and but yeah there was a few like the my roommate the first one she was really cool and then um the the friends there were, were dope but but yeah. like like to to speak to what you said it's like when when you get there and and like you're saying at school if you say you have depression people like look at you like your head's cut off but then when you go to the psych ward and you say like i tried to kill myself they're like oh pff, okay you tried to kill yourself I try to jump like it's like it's like it's kind of like going to AA and you're like I smoke too much weed and they're like get the fuck out of here dude like there's exact like you're yeah you're finally in a place where it's like other people have similar and also varying circumstance and and yeah I just I don't know I remember always like everyone would become such close friends for that short period of time and then when people would get out um I remember one girl tried to escape. Oh, dude. And it was, like, so poorly planned. Um, <laughs> she put no thought into it. It was, to this day, one of the funniest things. Just Tell only me, because... Wanna, yeah. Only because she had been in there for... She was, like... She had been in there the longest. And she was, like, I gotta get out of here. She what was, was like, she in for? What, what I think depression-related stuff. Like, she... Um, she would get, like, really serious. But, but the reason she was still in there was because she was, like trying to escape it's like just don't try to escape right just get better just but yeah people, but people aren't in that and people e- totally and i can't remember exactly the specifics but she's very funny and like very full of life and one day we were just like all playing with pipe cleaners or something and she just made a run for it and the thing was everyone just kind of watched for a minute right even the staff because they were, they knew there were people that were gonna get it you course. know yeah, like, so, let's see what she's going to You know, we're all just watching her. Like, part of us are like, yes, keep going. And right, then the right. other half of you was like, I want her to be safe. I don't know. And yeah. then she just tripped over a bridge. Oh, and you God, just I, saw, like, yeah, the people walk up and help her up. And it was like. Yeah, they're like, oh, no. <laughs> I was just like, yeah, come funny. on, girl. And, and those, <laughs> you know, all those stupid rules that they make are because of people who ruined it for everybody. Like, the, like when I went, um, I think I asked for batteries for something. You're like, no, no, no you can't use batteries and I was like what and they're like you know somebody um somebody took him out of a clock and tried to swallow him and I was like yeah mm-hmm. okay, okay. <laughs> yeah yeah I'm like well I mean I guess I'm in the right place for somebody to do that you know what I mean but it's so uh, you, you, no conditioner no uh no hair tie dude my hair was in a uh in with a rubber band for like a week it was I it that because I have OCD and like the not showering oh, wow. and being like fully clean with my hair I, w- I literally wanted to kill myself i was like this is making it work th- and it's because the conditioner thing i don't know if you, did you have that where you can use conditioner yeah because i remember it has alcohol in it yeah oh 
Yeah. And uh, and then the and then the the rubber you can't use hair ties, but you can use rubber bands. What kind there's of logic? Some, well, that's it. There's so many rules and things that I would never, like you would never even think of. No, I, you can't. You know the 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 bras. You can't wear a bra with a wire. Yeah, you can. And for the first day, my mom didn't bring me bra. I walked around with my arms crossed for like, cause you, I had a breast reduction. But before, whew, walked around with my arms crossed for two yeah, days. Yeah, it's not like yeah. When you I already feel like shit, and then yeah. you're like, all right. Here I am. Yeah, and it's just like you're in like it's so bad. T-shirt. I remember oh. I would just wear T-shirts every. You're kind of like living in a paused state of depression. I mean, I was when I would be yeah. in a lot of them because you're just sort of like, this is my holding place until further notice. Oh, it's it's kind of like jail. There are yeah, there are like I think um, it's like this Venn diagram of like summer camp and like a jail and it's right. this weird and it's like. Let's talk about our feelings, but also you're just a folder, and yeah. I don't know anything about, like, that's the thing I noticed, too, is that these doctors oh. were just, no, dude. they would be like, so who are you? And it's like, don't, like, what if you, no, they, prescribe, they don't know who you are, they just give you these yeah. medications, yeah. just, to, it's. They, they prescribe medication without making any eye contact. Yeah. They are staring yes. at that piece of paper for, oh, it says you overdosed here, and I was like, nice to meet you doctor yeah, whatever no... they just don't even it's it's insane i remember like they gave me I, I told them my first night i was like i can't sleep and they were like well here's a trazodone and i took it and to, i hallucinated you never asked me how much do i weigh how much like have i ever taken medication am i allergic to anything they literally just gave me one of those like plastic cups with the pillow oh my gosh you just lift took up your back. tongue yeah. and then you're just like Ugh, and it's oh you're too yeah. yeah it's so bad and then um and then I hallucinated, like, five, I woke up, like, five times within, like, 20 minutes just, like, hallucinating, and it was so, that medication is so scary. But but then it just speaks to the fact that they don't, like, it, it is a holding place, and a lot of people who come there just need to be medicated, and that's totally. the only issue. But it, the, the thing is, like, people end up, I, I was mismedicated until I went through, like, this, this six-week, like, extensive program, mm-hmm. and they did hours and hours of, like, testing and, like, you know, meeting with the doctor <laughs> multiple right, times. Yeah. <laughs> and then they finally put me on a medication that worked. And then they, yeah. Finally um, put me on a medication that uh, worked. Stabilized. Yeah. Yeah. That's how it worked for me. Because the program that cared about me was the, si- the like, six-week one I was. It was outpatient. I went home every day. But that's the only one that they cared about me. And I felt the doctor, like, talked... He talked to me like a person. And that you know makes such a fundamental difference. So much. And, yeah, and I, I want to ask you, um, were you, and you, you're a comedian, obviously, but do you... Were you, like, the cool person in the groups? Like, you, like the person that was, like, funny? Like, what, what were you like? I think, like, all social hierarchies and, like, cliques sort of, like, disappear. Like, yeah, there are people that, like come to each other like obviously that'll just happen I think I was I tried really hard to be cool in high school but then yeah. when I would go here I'd be like oh I don't have to try okay, yeah, yeah yeah but yeah, then yeah. you're just yourself and it's it's sort of like a way to you 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 have to open yourself up to uh, like all different types of people I, I don't know it was that's an interesting question because I think by the time I was in there I was never thinking about like what is my I I definitely would crack a few jokes when I could you know and like I remember I found, actually, we had to write all these cards, like, people, where you have to, like, write compliments for people, yeah. which, um, I also think, you know, 
It's a pretty nice stuff. I'm like, yeah, this is nice to hear. Yeah. And everyone would be like, thanks for the laughs. Yeah, I'm like, no. oh, I guess I was really yeah. cracking them. Cracking yeah, like, them I'm up. so good at my craft that I don't <laughs> even realize I'm doing it. But it's, it's like, just, yeah. So I think, like, I think everyone sort of turned to humor is something I noticed. Like, everyone is just like, yeah. Yeah. This is. Even good. with the therapist, dude. Like, we had this one session where this woman. I think it was almost like reverse psychology where she wrote on a board and she goes, all right, so I want you to tell me everything that you've cut yourself with. And people left and people who never spoke were like, staples! Like, it was insane, dude. And we all were cracking up, but it was the best relief I have ever had. Because it was like, it was like, we all just like started yelling out because I've self-harmed and, but I talked about it and like, it was just so interesting to just look at all those things on a whiteboard and be like this is ridiculous but it was hilarious because we were all like we're so self-destructive and like every person in that room were like every i mean i thought was a good person so it was like really cool to like and that comic relief was definitely needed because you can't look at a board of like sharp objects and not kind of like be like okay this is like insane yeah because i and i think something like that can be effective and a lot of places fear doing things like that because they don't want to give people ideas or like right i remember there in, in one place they were like you're not allowed to talk about your story with anyone like you can't share while you're in here depression doesn't exist <laughs> That's- and we were like well, what are we supposed to talk right. about? Like, right. the courses of all of our lives are currently on pause. I was yeah. like, I'm supposed to graduate from high school, so I'm right. going to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm going to talk about it myself because I need to do that right yeah. now. Yeah. Like, you know. Um, and you're in high school, so you're like, well, now I'm even more going to rebel. Yeah, I learned. Okay, there were also a lot of hookups happening. A lot of people hooking Stop. up. Stop. Okay, wait. All the time. It is truly wild. Did you hear it? Like, what? I want to know. Um, yeah, girls would just, like, they would be like, yeah, we, like, just hooked up last night. Like, like, it just, I. Yeah, that's why you say it's, like, interesting. Because it, I was like, I don't get that. Th- did you ever see? It no. was. No. My friend did, because I have a uh, friend that's. Well, I, I never participated, but, like, people were getting down. Yeah. It's. It, I was yeah. just like, oh, wow. Like, we, more than high school. Like, it was like, I, I get it now, but at the time I was like, I'm so sad. I can't think about it. Have you ever seen that show that's, like, about, like, relationships after jail? No. Like, can you imagine if they did that, like, like after the psych ward where they just follow people's stories? It like, was I, a lot of... It's, it's like, I, I can't imagine being that vulnerable, like, in a place like that to hook up with somebody. I would... That takes a lot of balls. I think it makes sense. There's, like, a lot of emotion. It's, like, you don't know what to do with it, so it would just be a lot of people just, like, hooking up a lot. And yeah. I, I think it was yeah. coming more, not even out of, just, like, as a like a need for human connection versus, like, and then it's, like, yeah, everyone's, no, like, I get the, I get 13 the, through 17, you know? Right, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I get the hookup, like, like, like I hooked up with somebody that was in a group therapy with me. <laughs> we were in the same, like, outpatient therapy, but in a psych ward, it's different because you're being constantly, like, It was a lot monitored. of, like, roommates. They That's would just go saying. for it and be, like, and I was, like. Yeah, you're, like, all oh, right, well, okay. the door's open. <laughs> I'm fucking push it. I think it was a good place for some people to figure themselves out in that way. Yeah. Well, because because you're also, when you meet somebody that has the same thing as you, it's almost like an instant. Like, that totally. when I met you, like, it's an instant connection. So 
if you meet a guy like it's so easy to catch feelings like that like i like when i hooked up with this dude i had so i was like oh he he gets it and then yeah. he and then he ghosted and me. then you have this like that dark fantasy like plays in your which oh, it's yeah that's a dangerous thing yeah that's very dangerous yeah you you see yourself getting married and you've like said hi to each other it's yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. it's like elementary school but you feel really connected because you're in a group talking about your deepest like totally things that you've been through and yeah i mean i i don't i don't know do you want to talk about like your sit like any sibling experience like what kind of led you like or what affected you because i know we have a lot of similar stuff like that like um oh like what led to being in these places yeah or just like like uh, i know a lot of family stuff for me was just kind of like what i took on from my family and like totally i mean i think yeah it was my parents just like Nope. didn't get along yeah. and it was it was just not a good environment in general yeah. um so it was sort of me and my siblings getting sent away as frequently and as often as possible um so i think not to say i do think the times that i was in these places i needed to, I don't know like if I was a parent probably but I think uh maybe in all the circumstances it wasn't necessary but yeah it was yeah. just a lot of I mean I think like I was already predisposed to depression and anxiety just through yeah. genetics but then when you're also in an environment that is just toxic and that like honestly Drew so much of it is a blur that it's like to pinpoint exact things or exact yeah. All of these hospitals sort of blend together, like, why I went to one. It's, like, it's sort of, like, trying to watch, like, a movie with, like, drunk goggles on or something. It's, like, I don't even know. Yeah. But it was just, all I know is that the environment I was in was just sort of, it's, like, when something, like, lets mold grow. It was just, like, let my mental illness grow and become oh, worse. Yeah. Especially when, yeah, when, when the environment is out of your control and not improving, then... Of course I'm going to be back in this place every right. couple of weeks. Right. And and also like um my parents like didn't really want me to tell school so for it's like if I was sick with something else like it's like oh yeah well we'll get your homework and we'll get all of that and so right. for it's a long time. It's the physical thing again where it's like totally. oh well, if you have a headache of course they're going to Yeah. And yeah. so I so I look back on that and I'm like yeah I mean a lot of so much of um, mental illness is feeling guilt anyway and then when you feel oh, like yeah. guilty for what you're going through yeah 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 it's 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 always like oh like I'm going through this, this and that affects fault. this person so, yeah. then, so then I'm responsible and now I'm what was me like even right and I think I think to an extent there was sometimes like comfort in knowing like you were saying, like when you would get there and you'd be like, oh, this is kind of hot. Like there was comfort in knowing that even if I scared myself, like I would probably just end up in this place that I was familiar with. That yeah. like I know that, you know, the plastic might still be on the cheese and the sandwich. And, yeah. Oh. You know, <laughs> like it's like even go to the you're just so you're just like, yeah, I know this. This is, you know. But you but. Uh, it's like you are kind of seen as a f piece of paper like but that's that's what your experience is the only way i do feel like it helped me was and this sounds bad but i got to see a lot of people who were just 
way worse. That's I, they were just. Their, well, it gives their, you perspective. Their their mental health was way more, I'd say, down the hole than I was. Like you know, we were in group therapy one day, and there was just one lady who was bipolar, and she was like, "Yeah, I, I tried to um, drive to to go off the Golden Gate Bridge, but I got to the airport and thought I was there. Like she was so delusional that she mm. got." like to the security and she thought she was like where she needed to be she just wasn't in reality and i and i was like i came here because i sometimes think i'm fat or whatever and they're like get no but i think it's like yeah yeah. everyone's experience in there is valid and you can't compare yourself but it does give you perspective and it yeah it shows you like it also makes you appreciate the things you do have in a state of mind where you're like (laughs) not to say that that's depressing but you know what i mean (laughs) And that's gonna be the 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 tagline for <laughs> that like Regina George yeah. <laughs> sick or whatever. But, but you're, to- yeah. you're totally right. I remember meeting um, someone and she was like, you know, I think it's also we have a lot of like uh, preconceived notions of what certain mental illnesses look like. Like I had an idea of what I thought like someone living with schizophrenia, how they would behave, and then I was in there with someone and she was, you know, for the most part totally you you would never know and and she was like when i experience anxiety is i she was like i see dead bodies falling out of trees like bodies burning on fire and she's like i she was like i know that they're not real but when you're seeing that you know and so to talk to someone and be like oh i even had this thought in my head because of you know whether it's the media or whatever we're talking about it's like people live with these different things in very okay, yeah. different ways and you're so you're like, saying you're able to compare her almost yours in the sense of like my anxiety those negative thoughts could be similar to those things that she sees kind of well it's, yeah, it's like, like you notice that connection yeah. i'm also like oh you know i i i had an idea that someone with schizophrenia behaved differently and that's my judgment or from yeah. someone else i met a few years ago who you know was was you couldn't really have like a conversation you know and this this girl's like, I'm, I'm fully, I know what's going on. It's just like, I, I need to stop seeing these things. Of course, and I know they're not Of course, but if anybody real. saw that, that's not... Totally. You couldn't, and, and, and I'm saying, like, way worse in terms of, like, their mental health was way on a scale where I looked at that and I was like, this is so... I can never imagine going through that, and that's why I think, like, it almost... You know, not ne- negatively, but it propelled me to be like, I can get through whatever I need to get through. Totally. Because this is, I want to help this woman, and but in a sense of like, I want to share so that she can hear my experiences and I can hear hers, but I also want to kind of just look at it and be like, oh, well, like I can, you know, because I was, like, for example, I was, I got hospitalized in Denver because I was really struggling with diving and managing like my depression and diving, you know? So I was sent to a hospital and I, I told my diving coach or my diving trainer she was so amazing and I told her I was like look I'll be fine I'm gonna be here for like three days I'm like I'll be totally fine and then she called me to check in and like while I was on the phone this girl behind me was like I got a gun I'm calling she was like on the phone with a gun store like she's like I got a gun and then I was like it's fine over here and she's like well it doesn't sound good and I was like yeah no this is awful but I looked at that and I was like, I told her, I was like, but I, at least, at least my experience, this is something that I'm able to kind of control. Like I can look at myself and be like, oh, okay, my anxiety hasn't gotten to the stage where like, this is what I'm experiencing. Like something that awful where like, I literally think that like, I ha- that, that buying a gun is the only solution. And then I, and then I was like, well, at least that's not 
you know, my, like, what I've been through. So it's not, it, it's almost like, in a negative way, you're, like, comparing to them, where you're like, well, that's what they went through, and that sucks, but I'm going to use it to, like, it's just perspective. And exactly. that's all it is. I think it's, yeah. But, but I'm saying, and I'm not saying what she went through is necessarily, you know, it's not worse or better, whatever, but it, but it makes you look at yourself and be like, okay, well, maybe I could do X, Y, and Z to get out of this because exactly. clearly... Exactly, I am in control of, like, yeah. getting the help for myself. Like, yeah. I, I might be powerless to this in some ways, yeah. but, like, let me use... You see what you're like, oh, I have these things that some people don't even have. Like, right. I know I'm in this reality. I know, yeah. like, so it's like, okay, well, let me use this to my advantage given my situation. I totally... Of course. Well, no, because it made me look at her and be like, well, that's really sad that maybe she didn't have somebody to call. Like, I had people on my ass, like, calling me and, like, being like, how are you doing? Yeah, blah, and blah. some people don't have... Some people don't have it at all. I, I met somebody, like you said, who came in and he was like, I'm homeless and... I, he was, like, my age. He was like, I'm homeless and I've been sleeping on the train and they finally just send me here because I just needed a place to stay and whatever and he was the funniest dude I was jealous he was the funniest dude in the psych ward and like everybody loved him and shit and he was he was dope but I was able to look at that and be like well at least I have family visiting me and like seeing me and like I have a home to go to and like that for me kind of for the moment was able for me to be like all right I gotta get my shit together show them that I improved and then get out of here because like the one that I went to in um, in Chicago, it was, like, the kid one where I was, like, under 18. They hated how much anger I had, so they would, like, monitor me. It sucked because when somebody's watching, it almost makes you oh want to be God. more yeah, angry. Like... But then finally, because I would, like, talk to my parents, I'd be like, you fucking fuck. Like, I would just blow up. And then when one time I called my dad, and I literally, I was like, you took an acting class, Drew. I'm like, you could fucking do this. And I called my dad, and I was like, hi, Dad. And they're like, look at her look at the improvement they're like three days and, we, and i was like bitch this is i know i got taught oh, how to do this yeah no oh yeah. i knew exactly what to say to get out you because yeah. eventually you're in so many you're like hi doctor i'm feeling a lot better i just was in <laughs> had a moment yeah and yeah yeah i love my parents right so i me mean I'm, why am i even here yeah, yeah and, and it's it, like i yeah. i think yeah oh i was like it teaches you how to be a little manipulative oh, um yeah a hundred percent yeah which is shitty that that's of course but it, you to be honest because of the state regulations and that like you must be here for 72 hours whatever they're holding you to it's so much easier to just be like just pretend to be better because what because then once i got out i was way better because i'm like well at least i don't have to go there you know what i'm saying like once i ate food every time i was in the hospital i was like i just dreamed of like portillo's oh, like every, i got portillo's Reli like it was a I tradition just all i wanted was a dunkin yeah. donuts egg sandwich on a croissant that's it i was like i would yeah. do Kill. anything i would do anything for mm -hmm. just like <laughs> something cheese that, that didn't have plastic on yeah and they also <laughs> like i remember um like the food did you have to do the the menus the day before where you had to, like, yeah 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 it? oh my gosh you remember <laughs> yes yeah and the pencils they don't have eraser yes. like golf pencil who use why don't what are we gonna do with eraser i don't know it's just oh, it's yeah, people yeah <laughs> creative I, I will say but that made me feel well just makes you feel like you are in it in an inpatient facility when you're circling what you want for dinner and then you're like hey and i would write like i have a nut allergy it's over, yeah it's yeah. you don't give a shit about yeah it. it's just like very sterile and like ugh the light it, it's just not have you ever looked at yourself <laughs> in a mirror in a psych ward and you're like 
Have I thought this whole time that I was a model? <laughs> Dude, what? Do you know, I mean, it is like... It's it a humbling, scary. a oh, humbling mirror dude. look. I'm like, this is why I kill myself. Every time, every time you look yeah. at yourself, you're like, oh, this is who you are. <laughs> you like, have well, that moment of like, yeah, because you know sometimes you walk past the mirror, you're like, this is what I look like. Not even yeah. if it's good or bad, you're just like, oh, this is me. I'm a human vessel. When you're there, you're literally like, oh. it's worse than any department's any, Macy's. It doesn't matter any dressing oh. room. Yeah. It, that light hits you and you're like, I didn't know I had acne here and I didn't no, know my face yeah. looked like this. And yeah, it's I'm, so bad. It's so bad. And, and um, I, I mean... I'm like, this is what I imagined depression Oh, yeah. Like. When I walked in, I'm like, oh, I'm going to be the hot girl, dude. People are going to want to hook up with me and I'm going to just play hard to get. I'm like, I'm leaving in a day. Like, if you want, I can give me my number. You know what I'm saying? But then I looked at myself and I was like, trash, dude. It, and then the sports, you got to wear a sports bra. Yeah, I was I was and always then, in t-shirts and yeah, yeah. Um, I, I oh, dude, and and I would. I mean, the, when my friends came to visit me, that gave me perspective. Like, I don't know if you had friends visit you, but like, no. I had I had a lot. My friends were allowed to visit me, and I had one friend. She was like the one friend that I could rely on for like anything. And she came and visited me, gave me gifts and stuff, and like nail polish. And and I sat down with her, and I was like, uh, this is. This is where I eat every day, and it's it's like it's so uncomfortable, and it kind of made me be like I I don't belong. not like I don't belong here. But I don't think anybody belongs. No, no, that's what I'm does. saying. It, it's yeah. like a place where like you are you you know you're a little crazy from whatever you've been through in the sense of like you have a disorder, and then you're put in a place where everybody is just like filled with this idea that they're insane, and then the way it's set up is just even worse, and so it just. It's, it's on a perpetuative a cycle, exactly. Yeah. And so it's then, like a, yeah. a place to hold people. It's it's like, not yeah. all of them. In order to like go to a facility that like has high rates of success, it costs a shit oh. ton of money. Yeah, it was sad because I was in this one group, and this one lady who I loved her so. I don't know about her. I just lo- I just felt so connected to her. She was probably like 40. I always feel connected to the old people because I'm like I feel like I've lived more than you know people my yeah. age or whatever. So I had this one lady, she was like this, I don't know if she was an alcoholic, but something, and she was going through a divorce with her husband. I always kind of tried to listen to that, because I was like, this is what my mom would sound like if she was here. You know what I mean? Because my parents are divorced, and so I kind of just looked to her as like a maternal figure, and she was, one day she was crying about how she like, like pulled out a gun and like put it to her head, and she's like, I couldn't do it. And all of us were like, what? It was silent for so long. And after that, everybody kind of like, felt more connected in a way because somebody shared something like that like great like so such a crazy experience to like come out of yeah and I felt so connected to her and then she was like it it was just that for me like I don't even know I I, there was something I was I was trying to say but I, I just remember that and like feeling like oh the expensive thing she got kicked out from here, her insurance. And for me to watch her leave was like these, I was like, did, did she survive? I don't have her number. Did she survive? It's like, it's like this thing that you can't, you're like, well, it's out of my control. It, she's dead or she's alive. I don't even know her name. I know her first name. Yeah. I don't know her last name. Can I find her on Facebook? What if I find her on Facebook? What if she, what if she doesn't have a face? It's like, it is like, I feel like I'm living in the olden days because when you're in there, you don't have a cell phone. You don't have anything that you can kind of like, connect with people and for me like to see people get kicked out because they didn't have money 
you're, it's literally people dying because of that. Yeah. Because they don't have the help that they need, and so they're going to go home and, you know, knock on wood, not do it. But if they did do it, it's because they weren't getting the help that they needed. It, it is so scary. It's so scary, and it's it's very it's very sad. And like, I mean, that's someone like you know her story will probably stay with you for yeah. the rest of your life. It's like there there's certain people. It's like God, I can't remember like some of my good friends' last names, but like my close friends like that I met there. I feel like in one in every place I had like a close friend. Like I could. I remember all of them. Like, I'm like, I, yeah. you know, I, I wonder where, I, I don't talk to any of them anymore, but, and I remember there was, there was one conversation, the conversation that really, like, changed my life was talking to, it was in the final hospital I was in and talking to this girl about why she was in there, which we weren't supposed to do, but we did it anyway. Yeah, and, yeah, of course. Um, her dad had successfully um, d- died, he committed suicide, mm-hmm. and he had attempted it the same way I had attempted it. And so she was talking to me, she was like, I wouldn't be in here if it wasn't for him doing that. She was like, you don't realize. And for me, it was like, when you're that depressed, you don't, you can't fathom that like it's, you think you're doing people a favor. You're in this mindset of like, you truly don't think about other people. So Mm -hmm. that was the first time where I had to like literally look at her and she was like, yeah, this, I was like, oh, oh, this affects the course of so many people's lives. And like, yeah. I don't know, and and that yeah. I'll never forget her name. I'll never forget that conversation. It changed mm-hmm. my life. Like it's like there's a le- there's a sense of vulnerability in these places that like oh, you don't find so day to day because that that's all you really have. It's like yeah, is it's, the ability to connect and share stories. It's so yeah, and and I remember to like for my, the way that my life changed wasn't as like you know it wasn't like talking to somebody that told me that you know the same experience. I just took. Xanax like I was very unoriginal like I you know what I'm saying my method what it was just still it doesn't matter right but I will say the one conversation that did change the course of everything was I sat down with this girl and I was like she looks like you know when you find somebody there that's like you're like I would hang out with her totally outside of this yeah not because I'm in here but if I genuinely like had a place to, t- like, I would go shopping with this woman. Totally. Do you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this one therapist was so cool, and I was like, I feel like I know you from somewhere. Like, just because my town was so, kind of, everybody kind of knows each other. And so I talked to this one girl, and she was like, she didn't know me? And she goes, your problem's OCD. And I was like, what? I was like, how do you know me? She goes, I can feel it. She's like, I, she goes, tell me what your rituals are. And I was like, well, I count to three a lot. Like, just the classic, like, tap shit, whatever. And I was like, I can't, you know, I'm in here because I was diving and I couldn't get off the board because I would like sit and like, you know, in my head, one, two, three, one, two, three. And she was like, she's like, well, what would happen if you like, and the one thing she said that changed me about cutting myself was she goes, I want you to think of somebody you love. She's like somebody that like, if anything happened to them, like you would just, it would ruin you. And I was like, my mom, like classic, but that's the truth, right? So I told her then, she goes, I want you to imagine every time that you self-harm, you're cutting your mom. And I was like, I could, that for me was like, that literally changed my life. And I, it's so cliche, but for me. It's not cliche. It gives you, when you're not thinking about yourself, it's like you have to honor your body and yourself like your friend. And that's like a really hard thing to do, like somebody you love, because 
that's the only way to survive is to love yourself like that's and and also a lot of being in these hospitals is is living in this mindset that you are sick forever and that you are a sick person and like i was the depressed girl like that was my identity during that time i was like yes you have like a name tag and then you're like that's what i I was like yeah this is i'm sad and i'm i'm also now comfortable in this identity that i've created for myself like well like you said it's a self-fulfilling prophecy yeah yeah and then when she said that to me they actually refer- like shatters that oh yeah idea and she referred me to an ocd program and i did exposure therapy which absolutely like just what does that involve exposure okay therapy. so basically the best way to explain it like this one person i knew in there she was afraid of elevators so they would kind of slowly put her into an elevator you have to face your fear so she told me, she was like, your problem is your OCD. Like, it, you, your anxiety is stemming from it. You have anxiety, which leads to depression because you're too anxious about doing something, so you stay inside, whatever. She's like, this literally revolves around your OCD. And so I was like, eh, okay, you know. And then I kind of listened to her, and I was like, you're right. And I went to the program. The program changed my life. But for me, and a lot of times it would happen when I was reading. So if I was reading, like, a, a book, I would read a sentence, and I'm like, oh, I don't understand that. Oh, yeah. So I would I would kind of like conjure up a way to understand it in my mind versus what the author said i can't even verbalize sometimes what i would do and then i would count to three a bunch of times until i felt like i could move on with the rest of the book so they're like you take you read like 20 minutes per page because you're so focused Mm. on like getting this right so what they would do is they were like go home read 10 pages and then time yourself and then we're going to ask you to do it tomorrow and then the next day and the less and less time it took me to read the more they knew i was improving but they're like we're not going to know if you're saying this shit in your head you know what i mean but what you're going to have to do is you're paying money to come here so it's your loss if you're telling us you're getting better we're just going to assume that because all you not and it's not dude the craziest thing i did there was they I, I was like i have a fear of people judging me so when i'm talking to you i even in this conversation i just think about are you judging what i'm saying are you thinking blah, blah, blah. and everybody's like that at just a certain extent so i would walk around with a post-it note that said please judge me oh and, my god and then they would pull out table topic cards like that you have those fa- those stick figure families yeah, you yeah, see yeah, like yeah. on the back of a card those families who have these types of cards they would pull it out and it'd be like Name your favorite restaurant and why. What type of food is it? And then I'd be like, I really like Italian food. They're like, ugh, why would you like Italian food? And I'm like, ugh, because pizza. You know what I mean? It was just so... That's so interesting, but it was effective. It was effective you? because I was like, well, this isn't that bad. You are exposed mm. to things that you think are lo- earth shattering. And then you're like, well, ugh, whatever. If they like American food, I'm going to deal with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like very, um, it's, it's, it's cathartic. It was scary. I had to do it for an eating disorder thing where I would tell them things that I thought was healthy. Because you know what I mean? You, sort of, you, you think even if I'm eating a strawberry, they're like, well, it's fruit has sugar. Why are you eating that? So I would be like, well, I ate a salad last night. And they're like, oh, salad? They're like, you know, lettuce doesn't even have nutrients. And I, I, I think I cried after I did that a couple of times because I got so worked up about it. I was like, oh, they're actually judging me. But they weren't. And then I realized, I was like, that's the worst that's going to happen. People judge me for what I eat. And it got a little better. And now I'm, I'd say 80% is like where I'm able to let go of OCD stuff. And that mm. helped me so much. And it was individual. You know when you go with all these group therapies, you're in and you're out because you get three seconds. You say your name. Uh, three emotions that describe me right now. Oh my and then, god! I forgot about all. And then my the w- what I did yesterday that made me feel like today's a whatever these emotions are right. So, uh, in individual, you're it's literally all about you. 
Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what helped me. But yeah, um, we're gonna probably wrap up a little bit. Okay, maybe say like what? How, how much time do we have? About two minutes. Okay, maybe say like what you do that like feel like do you like personally I feel like I won't end up on a psych ward again like I I genuinely think I'm in a good enough place where I have the tools to like get out of it totally I agree with that yeah like what what do you do not like you know how some people are like would take a deep breath like for you like breathing is a huge one I also mm -hmm. like try to journal and I I remind myself of like I think this is like literally a meme I saw but it's like um remember when you like wished you were the person you are today where it's like even in moments where I get caught up in like especially with stuff like comedy where you're literally worried about things that don't matter and then it's like okay just literally being like okay I'm grateful Mm -hmm. and if I'm still feeling (coughs) anxious or I'm feeling sad I know why I think it's like checking in with myself always which is something that people I think go their whole lives and don't do I'm like I have like five journals I'm like how did I feel last week like and it's like therapy is also not really it's not like that no no that's that's really cool I try to like reflect on my week or like every year I do like a year in reflection like things like that of just like oh let me check in with myself because I agree I'm like I I like to consider that I have the tools now and and I also like want to do things to help try and change some of the mental health you know like of course yeah stigmas and stuff but um Yeah. yeah I think just checking in with yourself and like Knowing that you're not above, mm-hmm. the, like you know, even if I feel good yeah. today, I need to understand that if these feelings do come back up, that doesn't mean I've failed. Like I recently, right. went, I tried to go off of my medication and it wasn't really working for me, so yeah. I went back on and I felt like a huge failure. And then I was like, no, this is just what are we gonna do now with this? I'm like, well, this is the last time we're getting back on it, and that's okay. Yeah, and like this is just what I have to do for myself right now, and this doesn't, you know. So cool stuff cool. like that. I love that. That's, I'm gonna just yeah. check in. All right. Well, <laughs> thank you so much. Of course, thank for you for doing the podcast and sharing everything. Yeah, that this was, was so nice to like have a conversation about. Oh, I'm so glad. Okay, yeah. I felt it feels good. Yeah, yeah. it does. It's, it's, it's nice to talk about. Yeah, it's it's definitely it's definitely a little weird, but like in terms of just like because, I don't, yeah, nobody talks about it, but I think people do. I think it's getting better, but I think it it's, is getting it's, better. It's weird in the sense of like. People are like, oh, you're not even talking about depression. You're like, oh, I've been in a hospital, like, whatever. So I think that's really good, and I'm glad you're here and everything. And, and yeah, for people that are in that, like, it's, it's no okay. shame. It's okay. Yeah, no, don't. You're just, don't do, you just got to get, you just got to know that you're worth it and that you'll get through it. Yeah. And you can. Mm-hmm. Do you more? You want to? That's it. Spit, <laughs> spitting fire? That's I mean, it. seriously, this is, I'm. Have you on all the time? Yeah. Okay, all right. Well, thank you so much, and yeah, of um, you me. I don't have a closer. I'm just no. I think that's a, uh, yeah. Thank you for watching. The name of your podcast. Oh, thank you for watching. Doing time.